Why, hello, my friend. Welcome to Answer the Call. My name is Kelsey Kemp. I am a career coach based in Austin, Texas, if I don't say that enough, which that's funny and weird that I said that because I actually never mentioned that. Um, but I am a career coach specialized in helping Christians discern their calling, then practically land a job or start a business that's aligned with that calling so you can make it your life's work and actually get paid for it and live off of it. Um, but today I am continuing on <laughs> in the networking mini series we have going on here. And before we dive into today's topic, why don't I just take us down memory lane a little bit, um, just to jog your memory of what we've covered thus far. So the first episode was episode 94, which that's kind of wild. We're getting close to 100, which by the way, I have a very special episode planned for it. Get ready. I'm so excited for that to come out in the next few weeks. But anyway, episode 94, kicking off the networking mini series. So the three mistakes that have made you actually hate networking and how to fix them. I cannot wait for you to listen to that if you haven't already, just to show you that, oh my gosh, it's totally okay that you've gotten a bad taste in your mouth from networking, but gosh, do not let it stay there because it could actually be one of the most life-giving areas of your career and then even your life. Like There are so many reasons as to why I love networking and I used to, maybe like you currently, hate it and think it was gross and pushy, but there's no reason to stay that way. But anyway, episode 95, the next one, the 10 life-changing benefits of networking besides getting your resume passed on to hiring managers, which we often really two-dimensionalize networking and just um, make it this transactional, who are the, it's like the minimum amount of people that I need to reach out to just to get my resume seen and just get me this job. I mean, that's understandable, but oh my gosh, there are so many other reasons and benefits to network that are actually just as crucial, if not more crucial than just that end result of hopefully giving you a better chance or better odds in applying for jobs. Gosh, that is really just such a small piece of the pie. So um, that is an episode that is so worth listening to if you haven't already. Very passionate about this stuff. Then 96, the last one. It's all about the three questions that you absolutely must ask at least three people before deciding on your next job or career path, no matter what. Uh, and these are three questions that to me are some of the most pivotal. And as my clients have seen in many case studies in their own career, like, wow, why didn't I think to ask? ask people these questions, this really either massively affirmed and gave me a lot of confidence in the direction I kind of was thinking was a good idea, but I wasn't sure if I should pull the trigger or not. Um, or it also saved me some from some potentially like, really, wow, that wasn't right for me. That would have been a bad decision. So go listen to that quick episode on the three questions that people just don't really often think of uh, and ask those to at least three people before deciding on your next job or career change. So now we arrive at today's networking topic, which by the way, if I didn't mention this, which I know I didn't actually, I'm remembering <laughs> at the top of the episode, networking, why I'm talking about this um, to, and like why it's just a part of, um, maybe this common goal that you and I both share 
to pursue, find out what our calling is and then actually pursue it. Networking is just such a pivotal part of that because, I mean, God designed and really just so intended for us to get wise counsel from others, but then also live in community and relationships. And your career is no different than that at all. I find that the lone wolves honestly lose out in the biggest ways and don't get as far. Um, I could go on and on about this, but I just wanted to give like a quick reminder of why this topic matters before we go into another installment of this series, which today I will be talking about, are you scared to bother people? Is that something that's holding you back in networking? Okay, if so, I'm going to be talking about five reasons why someone will be happy to take your call. Seriously, you're not bothering people. Here are the five points as to why. <laughs> um, and I'm recording this episode just hopefully once and for all to help you have peace and confidence to finally reach out to whoever you need to reach out to, um, to achieve really whatever goals or clarity that you're seeking right now. Um, because the fact is so many of us hold back from reaching out to people and companies or careers we admire to ask for advice or help just because we're worried about bothering them, annoying them, being pushy. I've heard all these terms from you guys as I've um, polled a lot of you on Instagram and heard from you like, okay, I, I get a general sense of how people feel about networking, but how do you feel about it? What's holding you back specifically? Another thing I hear is from that little market research is you feel like you're using people to just step over them and get towards your goal. But the reality is, as long as you take the obvious and simple steps to really just make sure that you're respectful and kind like with their time, you're not bothering at them at all. So in fact, <clears throat> Let me clear my voice. There are at least five perspective shifting truths about networking that when I share these with my clients, they have 100% of the time taken a big breath. I see them relax their shoulders and they have a big smile of relief spread across their face as they say, oh gosh, what? Wow. Okay. That makes so much sense. Okay. This really isn't a big deal. I could, I could totally do this. That's when like then it's just like so rewarding to see them go from taking little to no action, feeling super stuck, overthinking everything, taking such a long time to wordsmith even just one message to one person, uh, and just being as worried, <clears throat> excuse me, as worried as they could possibly be to actually then. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm totally struggling right now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but then they actually go from all of that, like really just a hard spot to be in, to then shifting to actually feeling totally free and excited and going on to go on a networking blitz like they've never experienced. And it is so freeing and exciting to see and then even better to celebrate the results of that with them. So today, I'm going to share these five perspective shifting truths to help you excitedly move forward with networking, knowing, knowing that you are not bothering anyone you're reaching out to. In fact, you're actually honoring them and giving them cha a chance to feel fulfilled as they help someone in a spot they were once in. And probably, you know, just like a few years before, you were them. And in some cases, you might actually be helping them in a big like bottom line way <laughs> by reaching out. 
Does that sound crazy? It is not. Let's dive into these five points and you'll see what I mean. Okay. Number one, most companies actually give their employees a fat check if they found, air quotes, and referred someone for an open position. There are referral bonuses out the wazoo at many companies, um, and these can range from several hundred dollars to actually many thousands of dollars, depending on, of course, like what your company decides, the size of the company, as well as the seniority level of the position that is um, open for recruiting. And it's because you are saving, well, two things. By referring a strong candidate, you're actually saving that company. Sorry, my voice. Does it sound like I swallowed a chainsaw? A little bit. One second. Okay, I'm not going to edit that out. We are charging forth with this. Um, But... They, you're actually saving their hiring team, like their internal HR or the ex, I'm sorry if this is painful to listen to, Lord, hold my hand, what's going on? Um, But you're saving them a bunch of money uh, and time, which translates into money, um, with the internal hiring team, like the HR team or the external recruiting recruiting agencies, they pay a ton of money, like an absolute ton of money to source candidates. Uh, It's a very involved process. And if one of their internal employees can actually just do that sourcing for them by saying, hey, I actually know someone who is qualified for the job, I could vouch for them personally, I, I, I think that they should be considered. If you actually get hired, Yeah, you just, that was a major win for the company. And giving that employee that quote referred you, um, a, it's a relatively small amount, even thousands of dollars. If it's just like a no brainer to reward the employee in that way, when the company just saved much more money than that, even by getting a referral. The second benefit and why companies have referral bonuses for open positions is It is shown through many studies that higher quality candidates come from personal networking and referrals because these are candidates that someone can really vouch for. And also in general, in recruiting, passive candidates are, I I hope I get this term right if I'm assigning passive versus active to the right parties. But passive candidates um, are actually seen as much higher value than active candidates. So passive candidates are those, if I have this right, (laughs) that are, um, they're actively, they're employed and they're not desperate for a job, but they're a really high value employee with a great attitude at the company they're currently serving at. And recruiters and other companies want to poach those kind of employees. And versus an active candidate, totally fine if you're in this position, like you're not less than at all. I'm just saying generally in recruiting, uh, this is a principle that it, it does have some interesting merit to it. But active candidates, maybe they're just shoveling a bunch of cold applies on LinkedIn and Indeed and um, maybe are not as tailored of a candidate and people can't really vouch for them and there's 
Um, it's just different. So anyway, but there's so many reasons why companies give their employees these referral bonuses and why it's a really good thing um, for them and it's advantageous for them to pursue. So my entire point is you, by reaching out to employees at a company that you would be interested in working for, you are giving them the chance to be your quote referral contact so they could say, hey, I talked to this person that it seems like they have a lot of potential. They're actually interested and I think qualified for XYZ open position. I'd recommend them for an interview. And then on your side, often in onboarding, if you get the offer, there's usually a little uh, in maybe an onboarding information uh, questionnaire. Um, You're asked, did anyone help you or like serve as an internal contact or a referral um, for this position. Then you write the person's name who helped you out by giving you advice and maybe passing on your resume. This is commonly known and it's not even a bad thing that in these networking conversations, if it comes down to it and you're like, wow, thank you so much for the advice that you gave me. Based on what you shared, I actually really am interested and would just be so honored and excited to get to have the chance of being a part of this team or this organization. I did see and I did apply for an opening that I saw. What would you, well, there's kind of two ways that you could go about it. What would you recommend um, is the best course of action to like put my best foot forward and actually get that resume seen? Or you could directly ask them what I know this might be super bold and you have obviously 100% right to just turn me down. I will not be offended. But if you did happen to think that I have a shot and would be in any way valuable or a potential good candidate for this position, would you mind passing on my resume or just uh, helping me get in touch with anyone who might be a good contact to talk to for this role and a part of Uh, as a part of this team. Um, I only ask, uh, not only just because I would love to put my best foot forward, but honestly, I know that a lot of companies, like they actually give um, their employees a kickback if they uh, have a referral that ends up being the winning candidate. So I don't know if that applies to you. Just asking again, no pressure. Let me know. And then oftentimes that person's like, yeah, I mean, if you seemed sharp, if you seemed like you asked good questions and you knew what you're talking about and probably shared a little bit about your background and proved to them that you're, you would be up for the job, like you could definitely do it. It's a no brainer for them to take your call, help you out, and then refer you because you, (laughs) by being like giving them this opportunity for a referral bonus, you might have given this person enough to actually send them and their spouse and maybe their little family to Hawaii for the week. And they will be praising your name for actual years. So anyway, that is point number one as to why bottom line, people don't think about this enough. I find you are super not bothering them. You are giving them a pretty great opportunity. But let's move on to point number two. That's only number one and what a great reason. But two, that you're giving this opportunity to pay forward the help they actually once received themselves. One thing that people don't realize is people who get into 
really admirable places in their careers with like successful people, quote, never got there alone. I The people that, okay, again, I'm like throwing air quotes all over the place, like win big in their careers. The network was a huge part of that. And it's just a, com- I love how um, this book I'm reading, uh, Never Eat Alone, it's all about networking, how the author just so clearly laid out and proved that it's just a common and known practice of like successful groups of people. They help each other out. That is just a no brainer. You ask for what you need and you build relationships and you give help to your high potential friends that you would love to be a part of their success, you know, and that is just a no-brainer principle and the people who lose out are the ones that feel like they don't want to bother anyone or they just need to achieve everything themselves or um, asking for help is a pushy or like gross thing to do. No, (laughs) if you're good for the job, then like get in that job and serve in it. That's totally fine. But anyway, um, the people who get in positions that you are most likely admiring they have probably, like, no doubt, had to ask for many informational interviews or, uh, you know, I, that's a term basically coined for reaching out and, you know, asking on LinkedIn or over email, like, I'm interested, I'm aspiring to do XYZ, I see that you're in this position, would you be willing to answer a few questions that I have about it over a 15-minute call? That's an informational interview. Um, so, the people that you are wanting to reach out to in your networking efforts have likely asked for many informational interviews and even just flat out favors to get where they're at. And if you are someone that is just like honestly likable, <laughs> respectful, and it seems like you're going to take any advice you get and go really far with it, oh my gosh, people want to be a part of your success. And so it also helps the person you're talking to just like feel nostalgic and remember all the help that they got and probably start getting a little excited to pass that on to someone else down the line. Especially if you share, like if you show that you're, um, if you just like honestly help them see themselves in you in any measure. Maybe you share a common background like an alma mater or share certain hobbies or maybe this is even a personal contact. You know, like, hey, we're a part of the same church community or um, like I know your son from my uh, like intramural league in college or something like that. Um, That's totally fine. So one reason among many, actually, you've heard me talk probably quite a lot about Um, or just mention my alma mater, Texas A&M University, it has one of the highest rates for students graduating with job offers in hand. Like, I just looked up the stat and it was like 66% of students walking across the graduation stage already have a job offer secured or higher education program also secured. And that is actually really, really crazy high um, just for national standards. And within, I think there's other statistics for like within six months, job offer secured, like it's a super high rate and after graduation. Um, And it's, I'm mentioning this because of a universal principle that I believe this university is just demonstrating. Um, And it's just because it's 
Also, the university is known around the country for having one of the strongest alumni networks, especially among any other public university. And it's because there's a culture of passing it back, like helping others down the line and a commitment almost like to this insider club of like Aggies help Aggies. And I'm not mentioning this to talk about a particular university. I'm bringing it up because it is core to human nature and it demonstrates a human nature principle that we could all learn from or just be reminded by that if you could help the person you're reaching out to envision you as a baby version of themselves by citing what you have in common or even just by showing open admiration for what they've achieved and how you strongly aspire to the same path. It helps them think back and relate to when they were in your shoes and they wanted it so badly and look where they got. And it probably makes them think of all the times they had to ask for help, which inspires them to pass it forward by giving you a helping hand. And otherwise, let me just say, people are just seriously so happy to help. It's kind of crazy. We assume like, oh gosh, I'm just going to be a waste of their time and they're going to be annoyed that they, that I reached out. No, they're just happy to help. People are nicer than maybe you're giving them credit, especially if you're just downright likable and nice. So don't overthink it. If you were in their position, you would pick up the phone and help, right? So yeah, that's my whole point on number two. You are giving them a chance to pay forward all the help they actually once received. Point number three, you are not bothering anyone that you're reaching out to and you absolutely have something to offer them actually because by reaching out, you're giving them a chance for fulfillment and feeling like their success actually lives on through you. Legacy, really. Yeah, because here's one like kind of sad fact that makes this point super true. <laughs> so most people actually like if, if I'm saying like most, I'm not saying like 90%. Um, if we want to count it by like surveys <laughs> that say that over 70% of people are actively looking for new jobs. Um, we could take that to say like, mm, all right, most people feel a little unfulfilled in their, their work. Maybe, I mean, one reason I commonly hear in the people that reach out to me to work with me is they just don't feel fulfilled in their work because they don't see a direct impact in of it. And maybe this bothers some people a lot. Maybe it, it's just like moderately like, oh, I kind of wish it was a little more for most other people. And therefore, they might be having a hard time genuinely believing that they're really helping other people through their work in a capacity that really means something to them. And that's why giving them the chance to kind of mentor you and help you could actually be tremendously encouraging to them. If you're just kind, if you express genuine thanks, if you ask real questions that they could sense like you're actually curious to know, these aren't just like weird, overly manufactured questions to sound impressive and you don't really care what they say um, and you're just hoping to like get to the punchline at the end where you ask to pass on the resume. Seriously, I wish that more people just realized. Stop asking him questions that so obviously seem overly constructed to be impressive, ask what you really want to know, because then they'll really have some purpose in answering it. I've been asked many questions by like college students reach out to me 
um, especially when I was in consulting uh, and people were asking me for informational interviews so they could hopefully actually get like by referral, <laughs> like whatever, I could get a referral bonus by getting them into the organization. I could tell they were one, asking questions that they could have Googled themselves Two, asking overly manufactured questions that they actually didn't care to hear the answer to. They really just wanted to try to impress me. That sucked all the life out of the conversation. And even when I was trying to answer the best I could this overly complicated question, I could tell that they were checked out. And I was like, what? Uh, So anyway, just like ask genuine questions. And then like, you really are giving them a chance for fulfillment. And um, if you also just like take the other steps that are so important, follow up with an email in a day or two, just thanking them again. And then if you, here's the golden part, like follow up a few weeks or months later on advice, like making good on some advice that they gave you or taking some book or like picking up a book that they recommended that actually is such a big deal and wow like really makes them feel like that conversation mattered to you um and you probably totally made their day so it's really the simple stuff folks so um also let's not underestimate how much it means to people if you actually let them really be a part of your success And frankly, just like believe that they were a part in making you successful, especially if you're someone that shows a lot of potential. Oh my gosh, people want to be a part of like, oh, wow, they're really going somewhere. How flattering is it for them knowing, wow, this person is probably going some pretty cool places in their career. If they could cite like, yeah, I helped them out in the beginning to decide on that specific niche within that industry. And I actually gave them a leg up and passed on their resume or connected them with a colleague that ended up um, connecting them with the hiring manager or something. Oh my gosh, I guarantee that person is going to mention that at a happy hour with their friends. And it makes them feel really good. I love how Alex Benayan puts this in his book, the third door, which I rave about and recommend to anyone as an absolute must read. Um, In this book, he shares his crazy multi-year journey of reaching out to some of the most successful people on the planet as just a young kid in college. Like he was a freshman when he started reaching out to all these crazy people. And at many times he expressed maybe something that you're feeling right now. He expressed like, who am I to reach out to them? I have nothing to offer. I mean, he was reaching out to legends like Lady Gaga, Bill Gates, Larry King, Jane Goodall, and like a plethora, a plethora of CEOs at some of the biggest companies in the world. And so if anyone has the right to say, who am I to reach out to them? I have nothing to offer. I'm really just like taking their advice and their time. It was Alex Benayan. But guess what? He ended up realizing that he had something to offer them that was incredibly valuable to even these super high-powered individuals. Almost like maybe even just as as valuable as their advice and their time would be to him. And it's actually the irreplaceable fulfillment that comes from mentoring someone with strong potential. Like, honestly, it is not really fulfilling 
to spend time mentoring someone that you know they're not going to do anything with what you say. They're going to let their limiting beliefs get the best of them. They're just really struggling with like a, a lot of stuff and you sense a risk innately that this person isn't going to do much with what you say. Yes, frankly, that's less fulfilling. But if you really just get the basics, like you're smart, like you're sharp, you display that you're going somewhere, that you have, even just by merit of your like tenacity and how badly you want a certain career path, which by the way, is <laughs> a result of really like leaning in and to what you feel called to do. Like, oh my gosh, don't waste your effort on any career path that you're just not, <laughs> I mean, to make a very extreme statement, like, why go after anything that you're not, like, frothing out the mouth to accomplish? Like, let's just be passionate about what we do. Um, so it's worth all the effort and it's worth the sacrifice. But, like, when someone, <laughs> wow, what a picture, frothing out the mouth, you know, it's a little much. Okay, I'll give you that. But, um, yeah, if somebody shows that, hey, I want something. I have vision for my life. I'm reaching out to you because you're the best person to ask for this stuff. Um, then that really shows that you are high potential and it gives um, anyone you're reaching out to such a feeling of fulfillment, knowing that you're going somewhere and they can act, allow them, go ahead and allow them to take ownership of some of your success. Like, don't let that freak you out too much. Like, really, it's going to get you far if you do that. And also, um, just giving them any kind of like subtle reassurance is a lot of this is just subliminal by how you express yourself that just gives them the assurance that you're the kind of person that's going to make the most out of any time they end up giving you. Um, and yeah, so if you just, yeah, do that, those steps that I mentioned a little earlier of follow up, thank them right after the call, follow up a few weeks or months later, telling them about the tangible results and tangible difference, or even just insight or some epiphany um, that you achieved as a result of their direct advice, which you quote, then boom, I kid you not, you will almost unequivocally get a response like, here's my cell number beyond email. Feel free to reach out to me anytime again for help. This is actually what I have experienced in my life by some people that I'm like, I don't feel like I deserve their time. They are so massively successful. I have experienced this just as much as you, okay? So then let me move on to my last two points of why you're absolutely not bothering people so you don't have to be scared about it. Um, number four is that these two are really simple. So <laughs> number four is you actually are just giving someone the opportunity to express personal opinions, whereas probably a lot of their life their time, their day to day is just super caught up in having to be like functional experts, give advice, like everything has to be technical and impersonal. People love to be asked just for their personal opinion or just riff off on something or advice. It's really much different than just being asked for a favor or for help. Um, it, it actually gives them a dopamine hit if you even directly phrase your questions as, what's your personal opinion on, like, for example, what's your personal opinion on how exactly, like, 
to how to actually have a running chance at getting a job at this company. Cause you know, I, we both know it's, it's the competition is stiff. So what's your personal opinion on that? Like, how did, how did you do it? Um, or what's your personal, like, what's your hot take or what's your personal take on really what separates candidates that end up getting offers extended to them versus the ones that are just like wannabes. Oh my gosh, that is actually a big dopamine hit because you just put yourself almost in this like tribal mentality, like club with this person that's like, okay, we see that there's two different kind of candidates, the ones that get it and the ones that don't. And I just asked you your personal opinion, since you're in the winning category, what your personal thoughts are on how to be in that winning category since clearly you've mastered it. All of what I just said is a subliminal, very, very strong message. And side note, one thing that actually is the underpinning biggest element of success in, I believe, not just your job search, but your career, your life is actually just not, I'm not going to put it as simply as being an excellent communicator. It's truly understanding the science behind communication and how to build rapport with people quickly and deeply. So many people don't understand these. And so every single piece of advice that I have structured into this networking series, into actually all of my career advice in whatever way is relational or communicative in nature. It, and even the way that I communicate to you or my clients as I'm helping them achieve clarity in their life, one of the absolute fundamental reasons that's like the showstopper if I didn't have this understanding I don't think I would be able to be effective in my job is I understand how to structure communications and structure questions to actually unlock the deepest most true answers from people and also build rapport so someone feels safe to really share what is on their heart and what they would really, like what they really feel called to do with their life. That coaching relationship and any other element of my career or even just my friendships, I feel that like one of the most worthy things that you could do in your life is really, in your life, that that is like way too big of a statement. That's not what I meant to say. But um, a really worthy use of your time that could really make a difference in your life, that's what I meant to say, is to understand the science behind rapport building communication. One practice that has really helped me do this is uh, learning, well, I'll, there's two resources. One, I didn't plan on sharing this, but this is the real secret behind everything that I'm sharing. <laughs> um, one is looking into some basic practices on neuro-linguistic programming, or you could look up NLP. This is a, I mean, I think the very first page on Wikipedia, if you Google it, it says something like, this is a pseudoscience practice that salesmen use. I think that they like NLP organizations actually need to hire some like reputation control agencies <laughs> because um, actually these things like truly do work and they do they are based on the science of rapport building. Um, and you you don't have to think that it's all like magic or all true, but I guarantee if you just give some of this uh, some of the communication structuring lessons 
a shot, you would fundamentally see all your conversations change almost right away. And so anyway, (laughs) Um, so that was a very like big side note. The other resource, because I mentioned I was going to talk about two that are very helpful for you in communications is also nonverbal communication. So the science of people, is it.com or .org? Um, It's actually all by Vanessa Van Edwards. She has one of the most popular TED Talks um, that there has ever been, I'm pretty sure, if it's still on like a top chart. Um, And she talks about the science of people, the science of how actually to use body language Um, and even sometimes I think verbal or like, um, the, yeah, verbal communication as well, um, to really build rapport with people and, um, it, her stuff is amazing. I bet that you would love just like binging a bunch of her YouTube videos actually. So those are two resources that you could seek out to help you become a better, more confident communicator. And it only builds on itself over time. Like before long, you're going to have these tools feel really natural to you. And then you're going to feel so much confidence coursing through your veins as you reach out to anyone or go through your interviews or even manage a team one day. It like the applications are really endless. So back down to earth, let's land to Kelsey. Come on. So this podcast episode is about the five reasons why you weren't absolutely not bothering anyone that you reach out to. So there's no reason to be scared. Um, So I just shared, you give the opportunity to give Um, you give people the opportunity to share their personal opinions, which is really fun for people. And it really honors them in a way that just asking for advice or favors, uh, which are honoring, but like strangely not as much. So people love to share their personal opinions. Let them do that. Especially by phrasing your questions in the very specific way that I just mentioned as an example. Now we get to, I am so sorry if you could hear cursing brushing her teeth really loud with a sonic hair. That buzzing is just out of control. Um, if you are wondering, it's almost over. I'm sure the two minute timer. Oh, it's actually up. Look at that. Okay. Now we are ready for the very last point, which I hope just puts the last nail in the coffin as to why you have no reason to be scared to bother people. You're totally fine and it's exciting and go for it. Okay. So the fifth point is you actually are giving someone the opportunity to feel a, a sense of authority to like that they actually wish that they had. Maybe they don't. This is especially true if you're reaching out to someone who is in the first one to three years of their career or just in the first year or two at a particular company or in a particular field, uh, which of course LinkedIn is very helpful for seeing someone's career history. And so you could assess this. The truth is, it's just downright flattering to get reached out to for help. And this especially gives someone a sense of authority in a mentoring type position. You are putting someone in an authoritarian um, mentorship kind of position, uh, which is honestly a really fun place to be, especially if someone is kind of starved for it because uh, maybe you're reaching out to someone who is still early on in their career and they would love to use their 20 minute coffee break to not feel like the bottom rung on the totem pole for a hot minute by talking to you. (laughs) Um, Don't underestimate that truth. So yeah. Um, Okay. 
Are you, uh, that's it, uh, ready to start networking? I am so excited for you. Let's go. You've got this. Now that you're ready to dive into networking and reach out to people whose career you would love to emulate, you might be wondering, okay, but like, what exactly do I say? <laughs> How do I find the best people to reach out to? How do I handle those conversations? Is it really just about asking a few questions about company culture and then asking them to put my resume on the desk of their boss? No, networking is so much more than that. And there are also so many other benefits to having these conversations other than just getting your resume passed on someone's desk. Again, go back and listen to episode 95, the 10 life-changing benefits to networking besides getting a resume passed on. So you know what I mean. Um, but you also might be wondering, wow, I'm talking so fast, <laughs> coffee. Uh, but you also might be wondering, what do I do to make sure I'm not awkward if I really just want them to give me a job? All of those questions are and more are answered in complete microscopic detail with scripts and intricate step-by-step -step strategies no one taught you in the job offer accelerator. It's my standout program designed to help you land better jobs faster, totally mastering the job hunt through strategies that everyone needs, but apparently no one knows because this is totally different than the basic advice that the career center at your university gave you or the different blog posts that you're trying to string together through Googling. No, if you want early access and perhaps even an early bird, early bird discount on this program, even though it's already less expensive than hiring someone to even just help you with the absolute basics like writing your resume, you can join the waitlist at kelseykemp.com slash job offer accelerator. A link is also included in the show notes below. Again, that is kelseykemp.com slash job offer accelerator to get on the wait list so you could get early access and again, maybe even an early bird discount and perks on a program that will absolutely keep paying for itself many, many, many times over as you snag epic career opportunities with every job hunt season you find yourself in, not just now, but for years to come. This is your sidekick. I can't wait for you to have this. Go check it out. KelseyKemp.com slash job offer accelerator. It will be launching later this, oh, I almost said spring, but is it technically winter? Anyway, the plan is for the end of Q1, but <clears throat> to sound very businessy, but I really hope that this networking series is blessing you. Please let me know if you have any other questions or episodes, topics that you would like me to cover before I close out this series. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>